Hey everybody, welcome back to Make the Space with Ashley. It's your girl Ash. It's been a minute. I think I took off like a month and some change. <laughs> so for some of y'all who don't know, in June I hit a year with the podcast. And some people would, you know, do like a special episode or like make some you know post or multiple posts or videos or giveaway or whatever you know to celebrate such a milestone but I was so tired <laughs> you know with the podcast and then you know starting a new job starting this class for grad school being a crisis uh, counselor for the crisis text line and then being a mommy on top of all that, I was like, you know what? For the one year anniversary, how I'm gonna celebrate, I'm gonna take a month off. And that's what I did. And it was a good month. You know, I did some family trips, um, just had more time on my hands to myself. Um, I mean, I really can't complain. So, you know, I just wanna thank everybody, you know, that's been rocking with me for this, you know, for a whole year with this podcast. It's been great. It's been so rewarding. The best part of it all has just been like generating this community um within you know the mental health you know aspect of things like getting people on to share their stories having you guys listen to my stories and just really create that bond and that community and that level of like understanding and empathy for one another and also uh, i've loved reconnecting with old friends and making new friends with the podcast so those have been my favorite parts of this whole journey and i'm here to you know keep it on going so let's get into it so i'll put a poll up right on the instagram page if you don't follow the instagram page it's make the space with ashley on ig and i put a poll and i was like what do y'all want to hear about do y'all want me to talk about how I lost my job in the middle of the pandemic? Or do you want me to talk about the scar that I got on my forehead? Because I got this pretty, I don't want to say huge, but it's a pretty decent scar on my forehead. Anyways, um, the poll was up for 24 hours and y'all messy. <laughs> Most people wanted to know how did I lose my job. So we're going to talk about it. Okay. So I got fired. <laughs> I got fired from my job in the middle of April. Uh, I was working in healthcare, still working in healthcare, but like working on the clerical, not clinical, but the clerical end of things. I switched to clerical for steadier hours, um, you know, to be there for my baby, for Gianna, because working in the OR was hectic hours and um, having two parents in the OR just was not good. So I was like, I'll go, I'll transfer. And I did. Um, when I took this new job, I was coming off of maternity leave, entering, you know, this new world of pandemic because I started my maternity leave at the start of the pandemic and I was just on lockdown. I really didn't know what was happening outside the world. Um, and so when I got off maternity leave and I, you know, came back to the hospital, that's when I really saw the full effect of things. And, um, you know, maternity leave was like 10 weeks, definitely not long enough. Um, so yeah, there was this, you know, big adjustment period of like adjusting to this new world, right? Living in a pandemic. And then for me, adjusting to 
this new life that I brought into this world, being, you know, having a daughter and being a mom for the first time. And then on top of that, I struggled with postpartum depression and anxiety, hmm, probably for like eight or nine months um, postpartum, which I've talked about before. Um, if you're interested in knowing more of that, go look back on some of my episodes where I talk about um, all that good stuff. So as 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 I'm going down the list, you see I'm starting this job with a whole bunch of changes. So I'm starting this job, right? I come into the office. There's two, three other people physically in the office and the rest are working from home. And um, I have an office. I had an office with a door that I could close. So for most of my days in that office, I was isolated. Um, then in August of last year, I lost uh, child care because of the pandemic and you know not gonna get into that into too much detail but I lost childcare, right so I asked my den manager I said hey can I work from home because I need to watch my baby so I started working from home in August at that time Gianna was six years old and again still adjusting to the new world still adjusting to working in a pandemic dealing with the postpartum depression and anxiety and now working from home and trying to figure out how to balance my work life and my home life and mom life all together all in all it was it was probably the second most difficult thing I did because the most difficult thing I ever did was uh, have a baby because that was really hard physically but I don't maybe mentally this was it was just difficult it was so difficult working from home with my baby at the same time because I had like this mom guilt like am I spending enough time with her and then um you know I'll be honest like my pro productivity wasn't the greatest some people working from home like that their pro productivity just like skyrocketed mines did not um because I was depressed working at home I felt even more isolated than you know working in the office and now I'm like stuck in the home 24 7 right so now I'm like dealing with like major isolation still struggling with my postpartum depression postpartum anxiety still orienting in this new job which the orient the orientation was all virtual um you know like because of the pandemic I barely met any of my co-workers um never even met like the supervisor of the department like it was just so weird and so surreal for me and it was just all these changes at once in my life just hitting me one by one by one and I felt like I just could not catch a break. And, um, you know, I would express to like my two close, you know, coworkers that I was cool with. I would tell them like, I'm so depressed. I hate this job. You know, I, I hate working from home. Um, you know, it, it was, it was so hard. And the transition itself from clinical to clerical was hard. Um, but then to be like in the, in the clerical field and then so isolated and then working from home and then taking care of my daughter and, you know not having that boundary between work life and home life because work is in the home and struggling with the postpartum depression struggling with the postpartum anxiety struggling with you know the severe depression that came with isolation and then struggling with pandemic anxiety all that together i i mean i if i think about it now like i really found myself in a dark place with that job and i was not happy i wasn't
and I, I took that job for my family because I thought it was you know the best thing and, and it was I mean it worked out for everybody else except for me I was suffering you know and I've always said I'm the type of person that I'd rather be happy and poor than to be uh, rich and miserable you know so you know I was coming up on a year with this job I couldn't believe it was already a year I'm like oh my god the time May was going to make a year for me right so I already had made up my mind I'm like I'm gonna transfer and I'm gonna get back into the clinical side of healthcare and get back to working in person you know get childcare um for my daughter you know I was gonna have um you know, my, my stepdaughter, her sister babysit for the summer. So I'm like, okay, I'll have some childcare for the summer. And then after the summer, like, you know, we'll figure it out what to do afterwards with childcare. But, um, you know, my goal was like, I'm going to get back into clinical because I was just, I was not happy at all. So as that is approaching, I get an email from my manager, like, Hey, you need to come into the office. Like, this is kind of last minute. Again, don't really have childcare like that to just up and leave my house so I'm like I asked I'm like is this something we could discuss on the phone no you have to come in in person everyone you know we're having meetings with everyone in person one by one and I'm thinking like oh what the fuck is this shit like so I go and I walk into the meeting room and it's my manager and an HR person and I'm like already um you know I'm caught off guard and I don't really appreciate it. I'm like what the hell is this and um they basically sent me down and say like they've been tracking my productivity and you know just everything that comes with the job like seeing where i'm at and they're not happy with how i've been doing saying i'm not taking enough calls i'm not doing enough work or you know um you know like just not overall not happy with my productivity and at first i was like a little bit upset because i'm like if you see that I'm slacking in my productivity, I'm not doing enough work, I'm not helping enough patients, whatever the case is, like, why don't you talk to me and work with me and be like, hey, like, we see this happening in your performance. What's going on? What can we do to help you? Blah, 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 right? No, it's just like, hey, we see you're, you're slacking. We're going to suspend you. And, you know, when they asked me why I was doing so poorly, you know, I told them, I'm like, listen, my daughter comes first. So if my daughter's crying, if she needs me, if it's lunchtime, whatever the hell it is, sorry, work is going to fall to the wayside. Like, that's basically what I told them. Like, she comes first. And, you know, and I've kept it real with them. I'm like, listen, like, what you're finding is the productivity of someone who is struggling during a pandemic because i was like i worked with this organization for almost five years and never had issues like this until now so i'm like you look back i'm at you know other reviews from different managers from other departments like this is not who i am i'm working in a pandemic with very little resources mental health is like downhill right now like so many transitions in my life so many adjustments you know like i am doing my best like I'm I'm treading water like I feel like I can't catch a break and 
it was at that moment that I mentioned my mental health that the HR manager was like, oh, are you aware of the three free counseling sessions that we give employees a year? And I, and I am aware of it. But I'm thinking to myself like, bitch, you really think three little free counseling sessions a year is going to do anything for me? So I was just like... Thanks, but no thanks. I was like, I have two therapists, okay? So I'm like, I'm good. I was like, I have two therapists and I'm on antidepressants and anti-anxiety meds. So I'm like, like, I'm good, okay? Thanks for your so-called concern. That's what I told her straight up. I'm like, thanks for the so-called concern. Because I'm like, if y'all motherfuckers were even worried about my mental health in the slightest bit, my manager would have reached out to me first before, you know, fucking bringing me into a room with an HR person totally blindsiding me you know so I'm like don't fucking throw at me your three little counseling sessions a year like first of all that's some bullshit because I talked with my one therapist I told her about that she was like three a year I'm like yeah girl like three a year like that's gonna do anything for me and she's like wow she's like where where my therapist works the organization organization she works for they get three every quarter you know, three free counseling sessions every quarter and they have four quarters in their fiscal year. So I'm like, that's more like it. That's better, you know, than fucking three a year. So I was kind of like pissed off when the HR person said, I'm like, bitch, don't worry about my mental health now. Now that you got me in here, don't fucking offer me no free counseling sessions, bitch. I got two therapists and I'm on on psych meds. I'm good. Don't worry about me now. So whatever. I made my case you know, and I told them, I'm like, you know, have some empathy, have some grace. Okay. I was just like, I'm under a lot of pressure working in a pandemic, working, going from working in person on the clinical end, working with patients bedside, having coworkers face to face one-on-one. Because even when I went back to work during the pandemic, I was in the OR for like a month and so, a month or so because my new position, the office that I was going to be working in wasn't even open because of the pandemic. So I was still working in the OR and even though working in the OR, there was, was, you know, a new way of doing things because of the pandemic. I was still working with patients. I still had coworkers to talk to, you know, while I was there, you know, that that of of itself was still the same but then I go to the clerical end of healthcare and it's like a 180 isolation virtual training you know all this stuff you know and I told him like you know have some grace have some empathy I was like I came into this position in a pandemic I was like I don't even know what this fucking position looks like in a normal setting I don't even know if I'll ever get to see it in a normal setting you know and I was just like I came into I came into this position with my daughter only being four months old, you know, in the pandemic, dealing with postpartum depression, still dealing with postpartum depressions and, and anxiety, you know, going through a lot of changes. And I told him, I was like, I'm doing the best that I can with what I can do. Like, you know, and they were like, all right, we're going to suspend you, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right. So of course it was suspension without pay, motherfuckers. Uh, and I'm like, so what? what's going to happen? Oh, we're going to do a deeper investigation and we'll decide if we keep you or not. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I know this bullshit. They're going to, they're suspending me to torture me and then eventually going to fire me. So I said, you know what? 
I'm gonna act like I said this I said this to their face the HR person and my dad manager I was like I'm gonna act like y'all just fired me and I'm gonna walk out of here and start looking for a new job and I was like and that's what I'm gonna do I was like because I have a family to provide I got bills and everything so I was like I don't have time for you to waste my time because we, you and I both know that you're going to fire me. And I was like, it's a damn shame you're going to fire me. Because I've been with this company, this organization for almost five years. And again, if you look back on reviews from other departments, I'm a great employee. So I'm like, if you want to fire me and get rid of me, that's on you. I, I told him, I was like, I don't think that's very smart. Considering my circumstances, the, the circumstances that we're all in. Because we're all experiencing this pandemic clearly are experiencing differently because these motherfuckers had no sympathy or empathy for me so that day it was that happened like mid-april and i went home and um i got suspended on a wednesday and i went home and i started looking for jobs and by the end of the day on wednesday i had applied to no lie like 30 plus jobs and for a week straight I applied to job after job after job after job probably like a week or two weeks and by the second week of applying to jobs that's when I started getting calls for interviews and by the second week of me applying they they already called me and they're like oh you're fired and I was like all right whatever um I already knew that was gonna happen they're like bring your equipment in from working your work from home equipment blah 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 I brought my equipment to my manager this bitch probably thought that I was gonna wrap that shit nicely, wipe the computer down, the keyboard. No, bitch. I unplugged everything, didn't organize it, didn't wrap the cords, popped my trunk, and I was like, here you go. And she like looked at the the everything all jumbled together and then looked at me and then I was like, and I was and then I said to her, she tried to take it out of my trunk and I was like, Oh, do you need some help? And she was like, Yes, dude, like, do you mind helping me? And I was like, Oh, sorry, I will help you, but I don't work here no more. And she just gave me the dirtiest look and then she got a security guard to help her. And I was just standing there like, all right, TikTok bitch, like hurry up, I'm fired. Like, you're wasting my time. I could be on an interview or something right now. Anyways, so yeah, by week two of applying to um, jobs, week two, I started getting phone calls. Um, actually, I got a couple of phone calls the second day I started applying, but they really started pouring in like week two of applying to jobs. So then I just like for probably like three weeks straight, every day I was going on interviews, whether it was virtual, over the phone or in person, I had at least four to five interviews every single day, every single day. And then by week three of being fired, um, I started getting offers. And um, the first couple of offers I was not happy with because I'm like, I'm worth more than that. You know, um, my resume, I'm not one to brag, but it's pretty damn good, okay? And I was like, I'm not settling for chump change. You know, um, maybe that kind of money would be good like when I was 18 years old, um, but I'm a grown ass woman now with a whole kid. So we ain't doing, you know, no kind of low pay on, over on this side. I was like, I need that sh money. So first couple of offers I had to turn down and it was it was sad because um first couple of offers they were jobs that I would have loved but I'm like this pay is horrible like no 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 can't do that um and then week four was when I started getting really great offers um just back to back to that but I was I was waiting on one 
um, from another health organization because not only was the pay good and the job great and the staff amazing, but tuition reimbursement, y'all. Your girl is trying to go to grad school. I want to be a therapist. I want to do this for real, for real. This is my calling. So I was like, all those other places that had offered me and they were great money, great benefits. I was like, do you guys have tuition reimbursement? They were like, no. And I was like, damn it. I was, I couldn't take it. Cause I'm like, how am I going to pay for this grad school? Like I need that tuition reimbursement. Right? So anyways, finally I got the offer from the job that I really, really wanted. And, um, now I'm working for a different health organization. Um, working in healthcare, but working, I'm working on the clerical end, which is nice because it's in person, it's in a doctor's office. So I still get to work with patients. Um, you know, it's, it's still, still healthcare and most doctors office, they are open on Saturdays. Honey, we're not open on Saturdays. <laughs> so I still, not only do I still get to work in healthcare and I get to work in person with amazing staff, amazing, amazing coworkers, amazing doctors and all that jazz. But I get to work Monday through Friday and have weekends and holidays off. So I still get to spend time with my baby girl, Gianna. And I got that tuition reimbursement, good pay, better benefits than my old job, way better and way cheaper and better tuition reimbursement. Actually, my old job tuition reimbursement for grad school was only 4,500 and you had to get a B or better. This um, job tuition reimbursement for grad school is 6,000. Um, that's per academic calendar year. Um, and there's no like grade requirement, like, oh, B or better. See, it's just like, it's 6,000. That's it. So if I got a C in a grad school class, like I'm still going to get tuition reimbursement, but we're not trying to get no C's on this side. But, um, yeah, that's basically the gist of it. I'll be honest. Um, that whole month that I was unemployed job searching, I had a lot of anxiety because I was just like, what if this takes longer? Let me tell y'all, I've never been without a job. I've been working since I was 14 years old and I was worried like, what if this takes longer? What if I can't find something? And everyone's like, oh, but unemployment, honey, I applied for unemployment and I filed that whole month. I'm still waiting on it. <laughs> so if I would have depended on unemployment, I would be broke as a motherfucker because that shit never even came. And yeah, I was just worried about my, my finances. I was worrying about Gianna going without um you know just struggling you know worrying about the stress that i would bring on to my partner with not having a job and just just worry about the finances you know mainly you know because i know what it's like to to be without you know i've been there done that and um i don't want my kid to be without you know i don't want them to want or need for anything like they want it they need it i got it you know um, but because of my determination and my hustle, I was just a little unemployed. <laughs> I like to joke around now and be like, oh, it's just a little unemployed. No big deal. I was just unemployed for one month. So from the time I got fired, a month after that, I secure a better paying job, better opportunity, better benefits, better tuition reimbursement plan, better everything in a month. 
because I hustled my ass off and I prayed and I had the determination that I was going to get a, a job and not just any job, but a way better job, a job where I would be happy, a job that would pay me what I'm worth, a job that would give me great benefits all around. And that's what I have. I, I love the job that I have now. Like I actually no lie. Like I'm not even kidding you. I wake up like I wake up tired every every day, but I wake up looking forward to go to my job because I really love my job and I love the patients and I love my coworkers. My coworkers are awesome. Only been there for a month and I love it there. I really do. It's such a much better situation. And the organization that I'm working for now, the health organization I'm working for now, is way better than the the one I was working for previously. I'm so much happier. And you know, I was going to leave my previous position when my year was up, transfer within the, you know, the organization. But I really think it was God's plan to just leave that place automatically. You know, did it hurt that the way that it happened? Of course it did. Nobody wants to be fired. Then in the middle of a pandemic, you know, um, but it really all turned out for the best. It really did. I'm much happier now. Um, Gianna's going to be starting daycare next week. We found a great childcare, um, a great daycare for her. Um, yeah, I just, I just love my new job. I love my new coworkers. I love everything about it. Like no lie. It's, it's definitely, um, a way better fit than what I had before. Um, I've never been fired in my life. That was my first time ever. Um, at the end of the day, I really think it's their loss, not mine. I never felt like it was my loss because, again, I didn't even want to be there from day one. But, um, you know, I know my worth as a person and as an employee. And um, that's really on them. You know, that that organization lost me as an employee. I gave them almost five years. I learned a lot. But I'll be honest, I also suffered a lot there. In that past organization, I dealt with... Uh, racism, discrimination, I've dealt with hair discrimination, um, bullying, uh, lateral violence, um, and these are some things that I did uh, report to their compliance hotline, never got anywhere. You know, when I think back onto my experience the whole five years, yes, I learned many great things, many great skills. But I also suffered a lot, you know, so it was definitely time for a change. You know, five years is a long time and it was I was definitely due for a change. And God brought that opportunity to me. And it's been great. It's been great for me. It's been great for my family. It's been great overall. Um, you know, I remember talking to my therapist on the day that I got fired. I had my appointment with her and I was so I just felt like I, I let my family down. I'm like, man, I don't have a job. I let them down. And she was like, no, she's like, you did not let your family down. She was like, you may have let your job down, but you let your job down because you would not let your family down. She was like, your job fell to the wayside because you have to take care of Gianna. Gianna comes first, right? And I was like, yes. She was just like, so she's like, so really you didn't let your family down. And like, she put it in that perspective. I mean, those weren't the exact words, but she put it in the perspective for me, like, you know what? Yes, my I my job suffered a little, but it was be, it wasn't because I was was being a lazy employee or anything like that. It was because I was being a mom and doing my best to be a mom and also doing my best to adjust and like my mental health too. You know, 
I was dealing with a lot. And what did I choose? Rather than my daughter suffering, my mental health suffering, um, I decided to let my job suffer. And yeah, I was just like, you know what? At the time, like my job is not, was not, you know, it's not more important than my daughter. My job is not more important than my mental health. Uh, so yeah, unfortunately the, my productivity went, went down and that suffered a little, but, um, you know, it all worked out in the end. Um, yeah, so that's basically it in a nutshell. I wasn't going to spend like super long telling you guys about the whole experience, but all in all, you know, like I said, when I entered this job, I went was going through a lot of adjustment, a lot of changes in life, and um, I just could, I just couldn't get with it. Like the whole working from home life and the whole like, you know, clerical life and the whole like not having like actual coworkers to like talk with and have lunch with and you know. And it's like, again, just dealing with all those changes while undergoing postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety, isolation, pandemic anxiety, and becoming this new person. Like, I brought a new life into this world, but I knew life was brought into me. I was, you know, a new mom. Um, So, yeah, it was all hard and um, they fired me because um i don't know i guess I, I couldn't keep up with their demands i there was a quota i could not meet it and rather than you know giving me a chance um you know or you know talking to me beforehand like hey we're noticing x y and z how can we help they just jumped right into hey we're bringing hr in we're meeting with you and we're suspending you and that was their choice you know do i think that's wrong that's shitty yeah i didn't get you know uh, a warning or a write-up or anything like that they just jumped right into firing me but and then in a fucking pandemic like what kind of asshole does that <laughs> like there's so many people who are struggling to find jobs and here you are taking mine away from me you know I thought that was I'm like that's a real asshole move like but you know in the long run it turned out for the best and you know now my um now I would say my daughter's like 16 months and postpartum depression anxiety is gone finally so probably took a good like I would say it took a good like 12 or 14 months for for me for that to go away for me It, it lasts for a while um but the pandemic anxiety is still there, especially now that everything's opening up. And like now we adjusted to being isolated for over a year. Now we have to adjust to coming back into the world. And it's like everyone is acting like, you know, millions of people didn't die from this. And I just find that so weird. And everyone's just ready to jump back into life. And I'm not, I'm, you know, dipping my toe here and there. So I have anxiety with that, but you know, every everything's an adjustment. But you know, it's not just like your normal adjustment, like, oh, you moved into a new house. Like this is this is bigger than that, right? And you know, we're this is a collective adjustment for us all. We're going th- through this together. We're you know, this was collectively traumatizing for us. You know, we collectively grieved, you know, during this pandemic and now we're collectively adjusting to 
being in the world again with everything opening back up but yet you know still in the pandemic and trying to you know find the that that fine line between you know being able to to live quote-unquote normal but also protect ourselves so still suffering with that anxiety but like mentally overall i'm definitely in a better place i'm happier you know my past job um brought on a lot of depression because i was just so unhappy and it was just all in all just very difficult to deal with um with everything that i had on my plate and the way the job was you know so isolating so now i'm much happier um i'm getting out the house more because of my new job uh when i come home you know, my, my daughter's happy to see me and I'm very happy to see her and I get to spend time with her. Um, yeah, and I'm just in a better space. So honestly, getting fired <laughs> in the middle of a pandemic was probably the best thing that ever happened to me. So thank you to you assholes. You did a good thing. <laughs> I appreciate you and um, no hard feelings. I mean still an asshole move frying someone during a pandemic but you know turned out for the best and um it's probably like i said probably the best thing that's um that's happened to me getting fired during a pandemic who would have thought it so that's my uh story on how i lost my job in the pandemic and how i overcame that how i made it through like I said, your girl's in a better place now. So I hope everyone's happy to hear that. And uh, yeah, so that's it. So thank you guys for listening to the new episode of Make the Space with Ashley. Um, be sure to follow us. Well, I'm saying us. There ain't no us. It's just me. <laughs> I wish it was a us. I would love to have a team to help me out with this, with the production and promo and all that good stuff. But anyways, make sure to follow the podcast page at uh make the space with ashley on instagram if you want to be on the show you want to be a guest you want to share a story centering uh around mental health hit me up in my dms let's talk let's work together let's collab i'm with it okay uh i definitely want to get back to booking guests before i went on my break i had a guest Ugh. I had guests booked for like three months straight. I didn't have to do a solo episode. So I would love to get back to that, y'all. So hit me up. Let's work together. And um, until next time, take care and God bless.